When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome back into the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. What a big day we just had in here, Tim. Uh, Tim May, Spencer Holbrook, practice report uh, at Ohio State. Jim Knowles, a bunch of Ohio State linebackers, uh, took center stage, took the spotlight, stole the show, whatever you want to say. Uh, we're talking linebackers, we're talking defense, and we're talking Jim Knowles. And Tim, uh, if the expectations weren't high enough for this Ohio State defense after Big Ten media days a couple weeks ago with Ryan Day's comments about a top 10 defense, Jim Knowles took that up a notch by saying, we don't want to be a top 10 defense. We, we expect a top five defense. And yeah. I, I want to know from you, Tim, which is it? It's Roger Mitchell wants to be the number one defense. Uh, so which is it, Tim? Down. Is it going to be the number one defense? No, is here's it going to be the, top here's five the or top 10? I, I think until they actually play a game and you get to see what, what's going on with this defense against a team uh, they're scheming against and has to scheme against them, you know, the jury is out. There's no doubt, there is no doubt that the uh, enthusiasm by these players of what they're dealing with right now, the Jim Knowles design defense, which is designed to mess with the other team, both physically and mentally, psychologically, uh, maybe even emotionally, uh, that, 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 that spirits are definitely up uh, with what he has taught over the spring and then over the summer and now coming to fruition in the preseason camp. Like he said, he's got about 25, about 25% of this thing in, but it's gonna go up exponentially. I'm talking about of things he can really rely on Obviously, they pretty much did a. Everybody has kind of a, an idea for where the scheme is going from a from a what's coming, but uh, things he can rely on. He's like in that 25% range right right now, but it can go up exponentially from there. And uh, and you know those are his words, not mine. But uh, but the bottom line is, I think definitely enthusiasm is high for this defense for all kinds of reasons, because it feels different to the players. It definitely looks different. It will look different to the fans. It will look different to us. Uh, and then you've got guys with all kinds of uh, experience that they got a year ago really getting their feet wet in some flooding situations yeah. uh, that are now a little bit year older and wiser and are just eager to look a lot better than they did a year ago. So yesterday with the offensive linemen, I talked pretty glowingly about those guys and you you kind of made me tap the yeah. brakes a little bit. Well, only and because they haven't played a game. They haven't played a real game yet. But Notre Dame's going to line up and try to make these guys look foolish. You understand that. But you know, I, I take, you know, responsibility for maybe talking a little bit in too much in hyperbole about the offensive line. I'm not going to do that. Is what, the point I'm making is I'm not going to do that about this defense. I haven't seen what these safeties look like. I think it's going like. to be the greatest defense. No, I'm just joking. I, I haven't seen what these safeties look like. I'm not into the whole adjuster versus bandit role because we don't know what where these guys are yet, and they're all three learning all three spots. So it's kind of foolish for me, as somebody who's not watching full practice, to say, well, you know, Kai Stokes is a bandit, and, you know, Ronnie Hickman is an adjuster because – I just don't know yet. Yeah. And when you talk about the linebackers, Tommy Eichenberg and Steel Chambers were good last year. They were good on a bad defense. Are they good on a good defense? If this defense is good, the defensive line, very un unproven um, as far as, you know, full season's worth of, of, of production. What I will say. Yeah, what though, you said without saying it was too, they got desperate at linebacker last year. When you look at the guys, they had to move over. Uh, Rob Peter to pay Paul, et cetera. I mean, Cody Simon was pretty much emerging as maybe the best linebacker on the field, but he was dealing with a shoulder situation. Tommy Eichenberg was able to take advantage of that and move up and become 
in essence, at the end of the Rose Bowl, the MVP defensively of the Rose Bowl. And I mean, there were all kinds of things they were dealing with, uh, you know, last year that were learning pains, also physical pains. And, uh, you know, sometimes it just doesn't look good. All of that to say the talent level on this defense is undeniable. You cannot question the amount of talent that the Ohio State has assembled. Uh, the 2021 class is showing that it is the real deal on the defensive side of the ball, even on down in the trickle effect to Denzel or to Jansen Dunn, who now is, has moved over a little bit to corner to help patch some holes there. Cameron Martinez as well, starting to play a little bit more corner. I know yeah. he's been in sort of a safety corner revolving door. Well, because his Jordan career. Hancock, we understand, is banged up at this yeah. point. How much, uh, you know, remains to be seen. And so. The, de the defensive talent, I will not question that. The ability for it all to come together. Remember, this is the same amount of talent that it had last year. Exactly. I was thinking to say, a, man, it's almost the same people. And there was a coaching staff, and I will put the blame, you know, now that we're a year removed, I can put some, some blame on the coaching staff. The coaching staff did not know how to put that talent together to make a good defense. Does Jim Knowles know how to do that? Not only in the linebacker room, but to make the linebackers and defensive line work together because they didn't last year against the run. To make the linebackers and the secondary work together to defend the pass because they didn't do it well last year. Everything has to click at the right time to have a top five defense like Jim Knowles wants. Can they get there? I absolutely think they can. Will they get there? That is what we don't, we, we won't know even until November, but I will say I'm very excited to see this all get rolled out in front of us on September 3rd under the lights because of how many questions we have you know it's kind of funny tim we talked to jim Knowles for 20 25 minutes you almost have more questions walking out of it than you had coming into it because that's he, why i like he, jim Knowles. he throws so many different things at you which is the way he plays defense too jim Knowles, when he's sitting there talking to you you can see that he's thinking you know i mean i know that's uh, well everybody's thinking i mean there's stuff going on in his brain 24 7 about how to make this defense better mm -hmm. uh he lets us peek inside a little bit he seems very fired up about the way these these players have not only grasped his defense but got, gotten after it yep and you know what we're doing right now we're reading the tea leaves to a certain extent because when you've got a coach who's feeling good about the way the players are reacting to what he and the other coaches are teaching you know there's something going on there that's undeniable You've also got And like I just said, you know, like you said, you were talking about this defense and the new look, but what's not really new is almost across the board, there are very few real new faces, mm -hmm. but there are guys with a year of experience under their belt, which is going, and Jim Knowles has addressed this many times, that's going to help him as much almost as the scheme. And Jim Knowles also talked about the way he teaches is playing who wants to be a millionaire in the meeting room with the entire defense and, and playing One games the with things. these yeah. guys and, yeah. and, and being, you know, their friend and their coach. And I think that's something that these players have kind of latched onto. Uh, I watched multiple players as Jim Knowles was doing his, his interview, walk across behind the media and, you know, make faces at Jim Knowles, you know, point at him, wink at him, you know, say things to him. He has, he's really inserted himself into not only the coaching staff, but into the locker room as somebody that these guys love to be around. Yeah. Well, you love to not only be around your position coach, which a lot of people love being around the position coach, but to be around the coordinator and love to be with Jim Knowles as much as these guys do. They've really taken this as a challenge and responded to it. And maybe maybe that's nothing, or maybe it's something, but all of that talent together, there has to be some chemistry. And that's probably what was the main thing that was missing last year is just across the board defensive chemistry. They appear to have it right now. And I think Jim Knowles started to hint at that today that 
that they know what they've got in that defensive meeting room. Whether it's proven or not, they know that it can be special if it all comes together. What's interesting about because I've seen all kinds of manner of coaches come along, even ever since I became a sports writer back in 1973 down in Texas, I've seen the way guys operate and work. And you've got an interesting um, plan, uh, the way I look at it from the standpoint, or maybe a, the in, an interesting way of going about things that Jim knows is deadly serious. He's deadly serious when he talks to these guys. It comes across that way, but in a good mannered way of doing it. Yep. I mean, I'm not sure he does a lot of joking, you know, with his guys. Everything is upbeat. Everything is about getting better, pointing out mistakes, but getting better. You know, you only tolerate mistakes for so long and you move on to some other player. I mean, that's the way it works on, on any level. Yep. But he's got this thing where, like I asked Roger Mitchell about, it, he plays music down low during their meetings a lot of the times. And like I, and, and the genius there is, on the first hand you, you deal with, you go, wait, this guy's playing music. What the what the hell is it? What's that? What's it? What's he playing? Then all of a sudden it changes, maybe evolves more into you're paying attention a little closer because there's music playing in the background and you want to hear every word he says. So now you're paying more attention so that the music doesn't drown out what he's saying. I mean, there's genius may not be the right word yet. Like I asked Ronnie Hickman at the Big Ten meetings, uh, would you say there's some genius at work there? And he goes, genius, man, that's a big cap. You got to see what happens, yeah. you know, before you start calling anything or anybody a genius. But there is definitely, we're definitely uh, experiencing a different method, a way of teaching things and getting players to get after it from A to B, you know, four to six A to B. And uh, it's going to be a very interesting season with a, an extremely interesting opener. Because I, like I was just talking with a guy a while ago, I said, the balloon is hanging over Ohio State versus Notre Dame for Ohio State right now. It's a balloon, but you don't know what's in it. Is the balloon filled with helium or is it filled with water? Or is it filled if with- If Ohio State takes care of business, the balloon's gonna get cut and it's gonna go. If Ohio State doesn't take care of business, there's gonna be a lot of water. It's gonna be like a water balloon on things. So that I think everyone understands the urgency of what's, of what's at stake. It could be filled with confetti if this defense is good enough. I mean, that's that's the expectations that they have to Yeah, but I, but, but I use the helium analogy because I, I thought all the way through, there could have been a pinata with candy in it. But I thought all the way through that, it's gonna, if if they take care of business, things are going to take off. Well, we're not here for the analogies. We're here for the Why linebacker not? talk. Why not? I mean, that's, that's just fun. That's <laughs> all we do, man. We're here for the linebacker talk and a couple of news and notes, linebackers. Uh, Sounds like Chip Tranum lost his black stripe at Ohio State. Seems like he's making progress toward a potential role. And he's not looking for it. He was glad to lose it. Yeah. Yeah. Pali Neoteote seems like a different kind of kid. He looks pretty comfortable uh, meeting with the media, talking to his coaches, uh, just being on the field, being around the program. That can only mean good things for the depth of this unit. It's kind of weird that we forget about Taraji Mitchell because he's a, a senior leader. But when you have the kind of season that he did with the ups and downs last year, he looks like he's trying to get back on track. He looks th- thin down. And then the other note that I'm going to make is is a healthy Cody Simon. And I, I guess I've been beating the drum on this for a couple weeks because I feel like Cody's gotten the short end of the stick since last year. Cody well, had a shoulder injury last he year. He didn't get to practice in the spring. I yeah. mean, what, what yeah. kind of stick are you going to use yeah. there? But yeah. Cody, Cody had a, an up and down year last year. And yeah. I think it was because, you know, well, actually, you have to ask yourself, was that because of the skill level for Cody Simon? Or was it the level of pain and the shoulder injury that he was uh, he was dealing with which is that it's starting to become evidently clear that 
it was the shoulder injury that was keeping him held back last year from making it was. a lot of plays. And you wonder, while Tommy Eikenberg and Steel Chambers have entrenched themselves as the starters, what happens when the next couple of weeks Cody Simon looks like the same player, but he's got a, a healthy shoulder? Does yeah. he step up and become one of those two? Does he become the number three linebacker? When is he on the field? Court Williams is another guy who we didn't talk to because he's a safety. That guy can play safety while being a linebacker. I mean, he's a it big is. human being. And so those are just some some little tidbits that you pick up when you're in inside yeah. the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. And, and Jim Knowles didn't really commit to a rotation at linebacker yet. No. I mean, he, he kind of indicated or hinted that some of these guys have really got to come on in the next couple of weeks from a from a depth standpoint after Tommy Eichenberg and Steel Chambers. I think Tommy Eichenberg and Steel Chambers are quite competent of yes. playing their roles, you know, uh, definitely. Then past that, I mean, you know, the guy that uh, showed up here as a transfer and, hey, hey, I'm transferred, I might as well switch positions, Chip Trainum, you know, showed up here. And uh, everybody I've you know, talked to today uh, has, in essence, raved about the way he has come on at linebacker, he actually looks like a linebacker running around out there, not a former running back. Yep. Uh, he's physically looks the part. And uh, so there are all these little, like you said, you, you mentioned four or five names and you forget about a guy like uh, uh, like Neo Teote. I mean, you forget about the, the depth that could be there if these guys develop like you think they can. And C.J. Hicks is another I one. I was getting Everybody ready Everybody raves about, I mean, C.J. Hicks has definitely got the goods, man. You know, he's just got to, and Carrico, you know, what, What's what's going to be up with him? These these are important. This is an important preseason camp for a lot of guys to submit themselves into playing time. And uh, because you're only playing two linebackers, probably 95 percent of the time, uh, those jobs, uh, those chances are going to be scarce once the season starts. I think if C.J. Hicks doesn't start the season with a role, he'll be on special teams. Well, at he'll least. Be on, yeah, he'll be and on I, special teams. Yeah. I do believe. I'm talking about playing linebacker. I do believe toward the end of the season we're barreling toward a scenario where. C.J. Hicks is part of that linebacker rotation. I, there's too much. I agree. There's too much buzz around him. There's too many people in this building that have a say, who are mentioning him in conversations that are of the high-level talents like Tommy Eikenberg, Steel Chambers, Cody Simon, Taraja Mitchell. C.J. Hicks's name is coming up in those conversations, and yeah. that, that doesn't come without, you know, the the, the foresight earned. without being yeah, earned. Without being earned. And he's without also the, known as one of the funniest guys in the room. So. Without the foresight to see that, that that we're heading toward a a situation with C.J. Hicks being on the field at some capacity. Um, Tim, anything else before we get out of here? Linebacker talk, uh, defense from from oh, yeah. Jim Knowles. I mean, I, th I think uh, you know one of the things that popped up today that's very interesting. Cameron Martinez is basically establishing himself as one of the MVPs of this defense for meaning most versatile most versatile player because obviously they've been practicing him some at corner now with uh, the, as Jim Knowles hinted at, the uh, depth at corner has been has been hit a little bit from the standpoint of uh, players being available. And Ken Martinez is a football player. Yep. I mean, it reminds me a little bit uh, when William White, bless his heart, William White, uh, rest in peace, uh, when William White showed up as a freshman back in 1984, he was a former really good running back but he was a football player, man. He could he would get himself in the right spot at the right time. He ended up being a starter as a freshman, you know, uh, at cornerback for Ohio State, a team that won the Big Ten and went to the Rose Bowl. And uh, Ken Martinez, obviously, he's been on a journey since he got here. We all remember right there in front of us one day, uh, uh, Kerry Combs upbraiding him during a drill while we're all standing there. And uh, he didn't look too happy about it. I'm talking about Cam, 
but he hung in there. He has hung in there. He's st stuck around here. I told you he impressed me in the Rose Bowl, the second half of that Rose Bowl, the way he was playing uh, in the in the uh, defensive secondary, and evidently that's gone. The point I'm getting to here is it looks like they're trying to find a way to get him on the field. It's going to be tough in that safety room with the three starters we're projecting, but also the other guys that are involved. But they're going to figure out a way to get him on the field because he's too good of a football player. And the same may be true as this camp rolls on for a freshman named Sonny Styles, who ought to be practicing in high school right now, <laughs> yeah. back in Pickerington. But everybody you talk to about him, they're raving about this guy's ability to get into the play no matter where he starts. And uh, so those are some things that stood out to me. Cameron Martinez, a little bit of a, it's kind of weird because you have one of the largest guys on the team, the smallest guys on the team last year, about this time, we started hearing rumblings of Dewan Jones. We got to get him in the lineup no matter what, whether that's shuffling guys around or seeing how things fit, but he needs to be on the field. Kim Martinez, right now in the defensive secondary, is almost the same way. Yeah. It, no matter where it is, if he's on the field, you're going to be better because of it. And whether that's in the slot corner, whether that's outside corner, whether that's at one of the three safety spots, I don't know, that's remaining to be seen. We're going to be seeing it in September, on September 3rd, yeah. but now it's still August 9th, and we just got done talking to Jim Knowles and the Ohio State linebackers. That's Tim May. I am Spencer Holbrook. Make sure you go to the YouTube channel. Check us out. Uh, subscribe to that channel. Uh, the message board, Letterman Lounge. Make sure you come hang out with us there. We're there all year long talking about the Buckeyes. This is Letterman Row from the Woody Hayes Athletic Center.